Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5, 4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. Today we'll complete our reflection upon the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus, Gospel of John, chapter 17, verses 1 to 26, and then we'll transition into Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II, and we'll then wrap up with a healing scripture blessing. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us. Move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, John 17, verses 1 to 26. Now, to set the stage, Jesus had just said, In the world you will have trouble, but be brave. I have conquered the world. Now, John 17, verse 1. After saying this, Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that your Son may glorify you. And through the power over all mankind that you have given Him, let Him give eternal life to all those you have entrusted to Him. End quote. Yes, the hour had come for Jesus to be glorified. And what was His glorification? It was on the cross. Jesus says, glorify your son, Father, so that your son may glorify you. That's what Jesus was and is all about, glorifying the Father. And Jesus talks about the 
power over all mankind that the Father has given to him. Yes, Jesus has all the power. He is God and man. And he uses this power for love, for service. He uses this power to give eternal life to all those entrusted to him. Yes, he chooses to love. Yes, to pour out his love upon the cross to save you and to save me from our sins. And he goes on to explain what this eternal life is. This eternal life that he wants to give to all those entrusted to him by the Father. And you and I are entrusted to him. And he says, quote, an eternal life is this, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Yes, this is eternal life, to know the Father and to know Jesus whom the Father sent. And he makes it clear that his Father is the only true God. Yes, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the only true God. There are many who have claimed to be God who are not. There are many things that we may make gods out of, small g, but they are not. The one true God is the Father, His Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the Most Holy Trinity. Verse 4, quote, I have glorified you on earth and finished the work that you gave me to do. Now, Father, it is time for you to glorify me with that glory I had with you before ever the world was. I have made your name known to the men you took from the world to give me. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. End quote. Again, Jesus was all about glorifying the Father and finishing the work that he was given to do. And what was this work? It was to save you and save me. So Jesus is now ready to go to the cross to complete this work. And this is his glorification. He says, Father, it's time for you to glorify me with that glory I had with you before ever the world was. Yes, you see, Jesus is God and man. He was with the Father before the world ever was. And Jesus prays to his Father. He says, I have made your name known. Jesus was so focused on making his Father's name known. To who? To the men you took from the world to give me, he says. And who are those men? Those men are you and me, as well as the disciples. Jesus says, Father, they were yours and you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. So you see, we have been given to Jesus by the Father. We belong to Jesus. Jesus says that his apostles have kept his word, and you and I are to keep his word. Where do we find his word expressed? Well, we find it in Holy Scripture, and we find it in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It's not hard to find Jesus' word, his truth, and we can keep it. We can keep it with the help of the Holy Spirit who has been poured out and given to us, especially in our baptism and confirmation for those of us who are so blessed to be Catholic. John 17, verse 7. Now at last they know that all you have given me comes indeed from you. For I have given them the teaching you gave to me, and they have truly accepted this, that I came from you and have believed that it was you who sent me. End quote. You and I know this, don't we? Like the apostles, we know 
that all the Father has given Jesus indeed comes from the Father. And Jesus has given us his teaching, the teaching that the Father gave to him. Therefore, we must accept it, as did the apostles. We must believe in Jesus and that Jesus came from the Father. And this teaching is very essential in view of the fact that our Heavenly Father gave this teaching to Jesus to pass on to us. And this was all done out of love. And this was all done at the cost of our Heavenly Father giving His only beloved Son, Jesus, to hang and bleed and die on the cross for us. We need to get to know Jesus even better. The Word become flesh. To know His teaching and to live it. Verse 9, I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And in them I am glorified. I am not in the world any longer, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Keep those you have given me true to your name so that they may be one like us. So Jesus prays for us. He prays for the disciples. He does not pray for the world, the world in the sense of those who refuse to follow him and his teaching, those who make gods out of the world and the things in it. And we pray for them. And we pray for ourselves, sinners that we all are. Yes, Jesus prays for those the Father has given to him. And that includes you. You belong to the Father. All Jesus has belongs to the Father, and all the Father has belongs to Jesus. And you belong to both the Father and to Jesus and to the Holy Spirit, whom he has given to us. And it is in you and I and the disciples that Jesus is glorified. Jesus was leaving the world, and he knows that we're still in the world. But Jesus went to the Father to keep us true to his name. And he wants us to be one like he and the Father are one. Verse 12, while I was with them, I kept those you had given me true to your name. I have watched over them, and not one is lost except the one who chose to be lost. And this was to fulfill the scriptures, end quote. So let's let Jesus keep us true to his name. He watches over us. He watches over you to make sure that you are not lost. He refers to one that was lost, Judas, but he makes it clear that he chose to be lost. Lord Jesus, may we never choose to leave you. Without you, we are lost. Please continue to watch over us so that we will not be lost. Verse 13, but now I am coming to you, and while still in the world, I say these things to share my joy with them to the full. Yes, Jesus is just about to leave the world. This is his farewell discourse. And what is he doing? Is he complaining? No, he's sharing his joy with us, with the disciples, sharing his joy to the full. Quote, I passed your word on to them, and the world hated them, because they belong to the world no more than I belong to the world. I am not asking you to remove them from the world, but to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. End quote. Yes, Jesus has passed his word on to you and to me. And sometimes the world hates us for this reason. 
You see, Jesus is very close to you. He's talking not only about his apostles, but he's talking about you. And he's, he says twice. And if he says it twice, it must be very important. He says that you do not belong to the world any more than he belongs to the world. Do you see how closely Jesus associates himself with his apostles? But yes, you as well. Believe me, this Holy Scripture speaks to and about you as well. This is God's love letter to you. This is his plan for a happy life to you. And he knows that you're going to be in the world for a certain amount of time. And he does not ask the Father to spare you from living in the world, but to protect you from the evil one. And there is an evil one, and you and I do need protection from the evil one. And Jesus is there to save through his church, through his holy name, through the sacraments, through his precious blood. Stay close to Jesus and you are assured to be safe. Verse 17, quote, Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. Yes, Jesus has consecrated you in the truth. The Father's word is truth. Yes, Jesus was sent into the world by the Father, and he sends you into the world. You are sent. You have a mission, a mission to bring Jesus to others. And believe me, your mission is essential. You are irreplaceable. Jesus is counting on you, and he is with you. Be not afraid to share your faith with others. More on the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus when we return in a moment. I'm Jim Littleton, forming FaithfulFamilies.com. like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Is there someone who is deeply offended or hurt you? Yes, I know this is painful. So must you forgive? Yes. Do you mean everyone? Yes. For everything? Yes. Are there not exceptions? No. Decide to forgive. Forgiveness is a choice, a decision. Listen, nothing good will ever come from reliving resentment and bitterness over offenses. Reject such thoughts and feelings by immediately crowding them out with prayer, by allowing the Holy Spirit to fill you with the mercy of Jesus. When we refuse to forgive, we imprison ourselves in a deep, murky dungeon. Let go, forgive swiftly, and soar out of that dark dungeon into the brilliant, warm light of our Lord Jesus. I'm Jim Littleton, forming FaithfulFamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. 
we wrap up the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus, beginning with the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 20. I pray not only for these, but for those also who through their words will believe in me. You see, Jesus is counting on his apostles to share the good news, to share the truth of our Lord Jesus and his love with others. And believe me, he is counting on you and me to do the same today. You believe in Jesus, do you not? Well, he wants others to believe in him too. We have to share Jesus with others. We cannot be afraid. This is too important of a mission. Quote, may they all be one, Father. May they be one in us as you are in me and I am in you so that the world may believe it was you who sent me. Yes, Jesus, our Lord, wants us to be one. And he wants us to be one in him and the Father, as the Father is one in him and he is one in the Father. Why? Well, so the world may believe that it was the Father who sent Jesus. So we have to be united with each other as a church, and we have to be one with God. This way, others will believe. Verse 22, I have given them the glory you gave to me, that they may be one as we are one with me in them and you in me. May they be so completely one that the world will realize that it was you who sent me and that I have loved them as much as you have loved me, end quote. This is amazing. Jesus says that he has given the apostles and us the glory the Father gave to him so that we can be one as Jesus and his Father are one with Jesus and us and the Father in Jesus. Why? So that we can be completely one. So that the world will realize that it was the Father who sent Jesus. And Jesus says, I have loved them as much as you loved me, Father. That is incredible. Jesus loves you and he loves me as much as he loves the Father. This is an infinite love. This is a pouring out love. This is a willingness to go to the cross, to be nailed there, to hang there, to bleed there, and to pour out every single last drop of his blood and water out of love for you and for me. This is an astounding love that Jesus has for you and for me. How can we not respond to this type of love? Verse 24, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may always see the glory you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world, end quote. You see, the Father has given you to Jesus, and Jesus wants you and all those given to him to be with him where he is, always, including all of eternity. He wants to be with you now in the most holy mass, in the Eucharist, in holy communion, in the sacraments, in confession, in prayer, in our brothers and sisters, and in heaven for all eternity. Yes, Jesus wants you to be with him where he is always, always, starting now into eternity. How can we not respond to this desire of Jesus, to this love of our Lord Jesus? This personal love, it is not just a collective love. It is a personal love that Jesus has for you. 
And Jesus wants to share his glory with you. The glory that the Father has given him because the Father loved him before the foundation of the world. Verse 25, Father, righteous one, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. End quote. Yes, our Heavenly Father is the righteous one, and the world has not known him. But there are many in the world who need to know him. And there are some in the world who will never know the Father or Jesus or the Holy Spirit unless you share your faith, unless you speak up about it, unless you are courageous and the Holy Spirit will help you to be courageous. Tell others about Jesus through your works, but also through your words, through your words. God gave us Tongues to share the truth with others, to share the love of Jesus with others. Believe me, God has put persons in your life, in your path, that you are responsible for, that only you will be able to reach. Don't miss out on these opportunities. Okay, we all have fallen short in this regard. I have fallen short, but we always have to pick up and start again. We have to do the best we can going forward and not be afraid. We need to be madly in love with our Lord Jesus as he is madly in love with us. And then nothing will be able to constrain us from sharing his love and truth with others. Yes, you and I are among those who know that Jesus was sent by the Father, that Jesus is God and man, that he is full of love and mercy. Verse 26, I have made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, so that I may be in them. Well, this completes the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus. So we should pay extra special attention to these last few words he spoke. He says that he made our merciful heavenly Father's name known to us and will continue to make it known. Why? Why? So that the love with which the Father loved him may be in us, so that he may be in us. This is what Jesus is all about. He loves you so much. He wants to be in you. He wants to be one in you. And the ultimate way here on earth that this is accomplished is through the Holy Mass, is by receiving Holy Communion worthily. Yes, receiving Jesus, really Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. He wants to be one with you, in you, in this beautiful, profound, sublime reality. And when I say worthily, I don't mean you have to be perfect. We're all sinners. Jesus didn't come for the righteous. He came for sinners, especially for big sinners like me. You see, that is why he instituted the sacrament of confession. And all we should take advantage of this beautiful sacrament where we encounter truly our Lord Jesus in the priest, where we confess our sins and we are assured of forgiveness, assured of absolution, assured that those sins are washed away in the precious blood of our Lord Jesus. And then we can receive him worthily in Holy Communion and be one in him and he one in us. Well, after this quick break, we're going to come back and talk more about Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II. And I do plan on giving more time to this 
foundational document in future programs. And we'll also offer a healing scripture passage when we come back. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. It's time for a paradigm shift of values in society concerning motherhood. We need to create an ethos that honors and supports mothers. We should esteem all mothers, young and old, the name should be whispered with profound respect. A mother's life is made up of so many tens of thousands of sacrifices and seemingly ordinary tasks, when in fact, each has an immeasurable value when united with our Lord Jesus. Mothers have a special dignity with which God has blessed them. Mothers should be confident in this. Mothers should go through life saying, I'm a mother, I'm fulfilled. I have no fears or worries because God, my heavenly father is with me and he loves and cares for me and my family in every single moment and circumstance. I'm Jim Littleton, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. So let's see what St. John Paul II has to say about the value of children in Familiaris Consortio, section entitled Children, the Precious Gift of Marriage, Article 14, Paragraph 2. In its most profound reality, love is essentially a gift. And conjugal love, while leading the spouses to the reciprocal knowledge which makes them one flesh, does not end with the couple because it makes them capable of the greatest possible gift, the gift by which they become cooperators with God for giving life to a new human person. Thus, the couple, while giving themselves to one another, give not just themselves, but also the reality of 
children who are a living reflection of their love, a permanent sign of conjugal unity and a living and inseparable synthesis of their being a father and a mother, end of quote. So we see here that in its most profound reality, love is essentially a gift and conjugal love leads the spouses to reciprocal knowledge, knowledge in quotes, which makes them one flesh. But this does not end with the couple because it makes them capable of the greatest possible gift. You see, that's what children are. They are a gift. The prevalent culture wants to tell us differently. They want to tell us that children are not a gift, but the prevalent culture is wrong. Children are a gift. They are the greatest possible gift. The gift by which mother and father become cooperators with God for giving life to a new human person. This is what happens when you and your spouse love each other and give yourselves to each other completely without holding back. You see, you give not just yourselves, but also the reality of children who are a living reflection of your love a permanent sign of your conjugal unity, a living and inseparable synthesis of your being a father and a mother. This is God's plan. This is love and its fruit. This is the greatest possible gift, your children. And a healing scripture blessing. Do you ever feel faint-hearted? Well, I at times feel faint-hearted. Do you ever feel far from victory? Well, here are some consoling and true words from God, your Father. Isaiah 46, 12 to 13. Listen to me, faint hearts who feel far from victory. I bring my victory near. Already it is close. My salvation will not be late. So when you feel faint and far from victory, know that God, your Father, is bringing his victory near. It's already close, and God's salvation will not be late. As a matter of fact, it is always perfectly on time. God's time, the best time. Count on it. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. This is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tours Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you, and God bless. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford, 
Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.